two different households because often if you are a single parent or a step parent, there's a mom or a dad or a step parent or somebody somewhere. So you have multiple households, mm -hmm. right? So you've got a, just really basic, different schedules. You have different values, different rules, different expectations, different roles in those households, which can create a lot of difficulty in itself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting. We are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why so that you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while also enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. My name is Jesse Mayer. I'll be your host who is trying to learn all of the things about parenting before he becomes one. <laughs> and uh, so we had to bring in an expert to actually teach us about parenting. And that expert is the one, the only Kim Cross. Hi, Jesse. Thank Hello. you. <laughs> You're going to make a great parent someday. Someday. We'll hope so. Yeah, you will. I've got a dog. I take care, pretty good care of him, so I feel, I feel good on my odds. It's <laughs> a good start. <laughs> so, Kim, what are we talking about today? Oh, big topic. We are talking about single and step parenting. So, single parenting and step parenting. Correct. They not are the single step, which things. is not a... A two-step alternative or a triple-step alternative a dance, dance move. move. Yes. Okay. So well, two different things, single yeah. parenting and or step parenting. Yes, and it's becoming more and more common today, as we're all aware of. I'm very aware. I yes. was I was raised in a single-parent household, briefly had a step-parent, and then he left as well. So I've, oh had, I've ran the gamut. Well, we're, we both have, so this is going to be very interesting. Um, I, I wanted to do this because I know that marriage and parenting are both challenging, mm. right? Having done them. Um, but combining families just becomes so much more exponentially difficult. Whether you're a single parent, whether you're a step parent, it presents challenges beyond what you might even imagine. Mm -hmm. And those challenges can surprise you and they can, they can overwhelm you. And so my point today is to help people be as prepared as possible if they're entering in or find themselves in this scenario. So we're going to talk just about a couple things today that single parents and step parents need to consider. Um, and it's a huge topic. So of course we can't get to everything, but we're going to put a toe in the water. We're going to dip a toe in the water. Well, mm -hmm. let's talk about some of these challenges. I mean, as someone who was raised in that, that um, parenting style, I know what I experienced, but what are some general challenges of being a step parent or being a single parent? So, um, two different households, because often if you are a single parent or a step parent, there's a mom or a dad or a step parent or somebody somewhere. So you have multiple households, mm -hmm. right? So you've got uh, just really basic, different schedules. You have different values, different rules, different expectations, different roles in those households, which can create a lot of difficulty in itself. But beyond that, you've got problems that arise regarding disrespect. How much respect does a step-parent really hold? Mm. Who controls what? Um, kids and 
parents are going through a lot of grief and loss, whether it's through being widowed or divorced, there's grief and loss there, right? right? Even if they didn't get along and hated one another, you still experience grief and loss. So do the kids, right? They've lost their, their unit, their family unit, both parents under the same roof. Um, now you've got dealing with limited money and resources, limited time, limited energy, especially for that single parent. Yes, absolutely. Who now has, you know, one income, right? Mm -hmm. Which is really hard. Um, And I know as well firsthand because I, at a very young age, my parents were divorced. So I had step parents and step siblings and halves and holes and parts and all that. And then I was a single mom after I was widowed. And then I became a stepmom once I got remarried. So um, I understand both sides of it um, as as a parent. And you understand the side as going through it as a kid. Right. Well, and I think it's just the way you have to approach it, I think, is completely different than if you have, you've talked about like man-to-man and zone uh, coverage coverage (laughs) when it comes to having X amount of children versus X amount of parents. When you're a single parent, you're already at man-to-man if you have one. And in my my family's case, my mom ended up having four. and She was was, outnumbered. She was outnumbered, four to one. And so... I think you have to be really creative. You have to think in a new way. You have to approach things in a different way than a traditional family unit might look like. You have to develop new skills <laughs> and and just the amount of energy and patience. You don't have anyone to pass them off to, right? Like I was blessed in that my grandmother was really involved in our lives. And then the men at our church were very involved in our lives. And so having that church community step up was really powerful. But if you're a single parent, on your own with no church family or your church just isn't that involved in, in you're your an life. island you're an island and mm-hmm. you have to come up with all the energy all the patience all the money all the love all the time for your one to however many children right Correct. and so it just changes everything for everybody involved the parents the parent the kids and the kids the step-kids, yeah the step kids everybody. everybody involved yeah yeah, it can be feeling like a, like I said, an island and a blender of chaos. Mm. Um, and it's it can be overwhelming. It's doable. A lot of people do it. Um, kudos to the people that are because it's a marathon. Right. Um, but we're going to talk kind of about what do successful single parents and step parents do? What do they have in common? Yeah, walk me through some of those, yeah. those things that are, are consistent across people who are who are making it work. Right. And, you know, we're not going to get into all of it today. There's just no way in a short podcast, but I'm going to, again, dip my toe in the water here and a few things for people to think about. Mm -hmm. And then of course, you know, hopefully they come in and, and see me to get specifics. But one of them is number one, have a plan. One of the first things I ask parents when I meet with clients is what is your role as a parent or where are you going? And they look at me like, never thought about that. Just making it up. I'm building the plane as it's flying. Exactly. So we, you've got to have, whether you're a single parent or you're a new blended family, um, have you talked about what are your goals? What are your values? What are, what are we, where are we going with this? What is our plan? How are we going to handle certain things? Okay. Um, Well, and I think people can, if they don't have a plan and you're sitting here listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't got a plan. And I'm already into this. I need a plan. (laughs) That's something you could help somebody with, right? It's not something they need to come into your office saying, I've got a plan. I want you to double check it. It's something you could help them develop if they wanted to. Exactly. Because most of the time people say, I have no idea. And that's okay. Um, The other thing is you need to make sure you're taking care of your kids, of course, but take care of yourself. We did a whole podcast on this. Surviving parenting, taking care of yourself. 
Because if you don't, you may allow your new situation or circumstances to not only take you down, but take down the marriage. So if you're, if you are remarried and you're doing the step parent situation, you need to make sure you're setting a time aside for you and your new spouse to make sure you're strengthening your marriage. And if you're a single parent, you need to also be taking time for yourself because you only have so much energy to give. And if you burn out, then you become way less effective as a parent and you're not going to enjoy your time. Right. And step parents have to be very careful that they don't allow the kids to divide and conquer Mm. because that can happen. Yes. Right. So, um, well, and I I think I've heard, I mean, and my, my mother wasn't a prime example of this. Divorce rates are really can be very high in a second marriage, right? Like my mom lasted eight years with my father, had me and my brother, and then she remarried a year after my brother was born. They had kids together and he was only around for like two years. Mm -hmm. And my mom is not the the trend necessarily, but you can see this trend percolate throughout our society. Sure, sure. The other thing I talk to them um, about whether they're single parents or, or step parents is that they've got to still set and enforce limits. But how you do that as a step parent can be navigating like a walking tight a tightrope on ice skates, I say. Yep. So you've got to maintain the respect in the home. You need to build on a healthy relationship. And avoiding power struggles through anger and lecture and threats is a must because these kids will resent you. And if you do not have a good, healthy, respectful, loving, kind relationship as a foundation, those skills and whatever else you do come coming in aren't going to work. Well, so you've got to be loving and powerful. Yeah, having you're on the back foot coming into that relationship because the other parents had their entire life to build the loving foundation or and, not or not. <laughs> but in theory, they've spent their whole life building that foundation. So the enforcement of the power is, is a more natural thing. You're trying to build power and love simultaneously in As an, in a hostile environment <laughs> <Yeah>. probably <laughs> is more than, more than likely. And I mean, you see that in a, basically every depiction of, of a step family on a movie or a television show oh, yeah. is the teenager who's resentful of the new step parent coming in and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by the end by the end they usually end it with they find common ground and love each other or they and, just go to commercial, or they just go to commercial. <laughs> but i mean balancing it the reason that 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 stereotype exists in cinema is because it happens all the time right? it does and and people come in with the attitude of oh this is going to be great we have a, a reset button a new start it's going to be wonderful and they're blindsided by the things that they don't know about and they're caught off guard and they think oh this should work right off the bat it takes it takes time yes, right absolutely. the other thing is you know you you got to hold your these kids accountable for misbehavior but you also at the same time allow them to make mistakes and learn this is again a fine line because kids will fail every day i don't know about you but i do too i, so I continue to fail every we, day so. we all do right and so if we think oh these kids are going to be great and they're going to listen to me and everything's going to go smoothly you're probably deceiving yourself mm-hmm. because kids will continue to make mistakes test the limits and especially test you as this new person in their life are you trustworthy are you loving are you kind are you going to hold me accountable and how are you going to do that well, and I think it's important that people know that you could coach them up in that. If you're feeling like you're going to go into the situation and you are not prepared to know how to handle that as, as far as holding accountable, but also allowing for mistakes and learning, maybe make an appointment with Kim. Just come do a session where she can give you some tips and tricks to navigate that tightrope walk 
easier. Absolutely. You take the easier. ice skates off at least. <laughs> I do. I do. And I give them specific verbiage, specific skills, specific do's and don'ts um, to help mitigate the the difficulties and to make this um, really doable for, for everybody, not just the mm-hmm. parents or the single parent or the step parents or the step kids, but for the whole family. And the other thing is parents often either come in and try to step parents often will come in and either try to change everything, fix things from the past or control everything. And when you come in like with that attitude, everybody feels it. You, they, they feel the control, they feel the agenda, they feel the coercion, and you're going to get pushback. And one of the things that I hear a lot when step parents are too aggressive is the children resent them and say, you're not my mom or dad. Right. And they are correct. You're not. So now this depends on when that step parent comes into this child's life. If the step parent's been there the whole time, maybe they were an infant or very young, it, it can be okay to call them mom or dad depending on where the bio mom and dad are in the circumstances because sometimes they're gone. Right. But to to kind of recap here, we have to be careful that we don't come in with an agenda, guns a blazing, I'm going to control, fix, or change everything. Because you will get p- pushed back, rightfully so. Okay? Well, I saw one of my friends, he married into a family of four kids. Wow. So, and she's older. So she had raised them by herself for a majority of their life. And so he came in. It was his first parenting experience as well. So he, he <laughs> went from zero to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had a very specific way. He liked things cleaned, the way his mom had taught him. And it was something just ingrained in him. When I, I was his roommate for a long time, like I learned his nuance and how he liked things. And so- we, He liked things we, in order. Well, it wasn't even necessarily order. It was just like very specific things. Like you cover your food when it goes in the microwave so it doesn't splatter everywhere so I don't have to clean it. Like things like that where he's just like really specific about very specific things that his mom probably wrote him about when he was young. And so he came in and tried to start doing these things because they were bothering him that the kids were doing it and he got a lot of pushback. And then she also had to adapt to him being there and saying, I would like us to start learning how to raise them this way. Cause I felt like that worked well in my family. And so they're also having conversations about, she's like, Oh, I've always done it this way. Cause I've been by myself and right. actually allowing him space to co-parent, not just be it's messy. Yeah. Just, and it's complicated and it's hard. Well, and I think, you know, we've, we've focused a lot on the step parenting aspect. Cause I think that gets really gnarly, but a lot of these things apply to single parenting as well. Right? Like oh, uh, yes. the point you just talked about trying to change, fix or control everything. You don't have to be a step parent to have that desire to keep things controlled when your kids are, you can just be a parent of any form and yes. try to do that. And, well, and the same thing with holding kids accountable for misbehavior and allowing them to make mistakes and learn. That's a single parenting thing that could be harder when you feel like you're already at your wit's end and you're like, why do I, I, I just need you to behave. Like yeah. having that energy loss, it can be really hard to allow that grace right. either way. And I can help parents with that. How do you share control? How do you give away the control you don't need? How do you, uh, correct or teach a child? How do you discipline? How, I mean, there's so many pieces and parts to this, and there are definitely right and wrong ways to do it. And with what we just talked about, which is parents coming in sort of guns ablazing, saying, I'm going to change, fix, or control, they can do the opposite, where a single parent or a step parent can come in and say, well, I'm just going to kind of avoid it to avoid conflict. I'm going to ignore bad behavior and disrespect. Um, and what happens is they look too passive 
They look weak. They look disengaged or like they don't really care. They're, they're just become basically ineffective and right. kind of a, some, a book on the shelf kind of a feeling. And they need to know that they're not trying to replace anybody. I want them to look at it as you need to add value to these stepkids' life or add value as a single parent. You can still add a, so much value to these right. kids. And that you are still in teaching mode and you're still in role modeling mode. Don't look at it as I'm going to come in and change, fix, or control, or ignore, or you know, let it go and kind of avoid everything. There is a middle ground. Well, and I think finding that middle ground is really hard. And I think, like you said, you could really, depending on your personality type and how you were raised, I think obviously the way you, your family functioned is going to strongly impact how you parent when you come into that role right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so you can swing really hard to one extreme or the other mm -hmm. and ultimately some of the people i look to as father figures in my life were never even step parents they were guys at church or things that were role models to me who taught me how to shave or took me hunting or showed me what a man should look like and how he should treat his spouse and do these different things and they never did that as I'm going to replace your dad. They never came in and said, I want to be your new father figure. It was, I'm generally interested in you, in your life and mm -hmm. pouring into you very similar to if you're, if you're in a Christian, um, discipleship relationship, that's the exact same thing. I'm interested in not changing you, but pouring into your life and modeling how I live my life so that you can live your life in a way that's right. going to be better for providing you. Providing wisdom, yes. providing teaching, providing guidance, providing things that they may not get and won't get, by the way, from their parents, because I couldn't do all that for my kids. Right. Nobody can do everything for your kids. So it's awesome to have other people, specifically single parents, to have other people that can step in and fill the gap. Yes. Because single moms... Uh, can raise their children, but boys really need a father figure to get them from boyhood to manhood. Mm -hmm. And they can raise well, their can, daughters. You, you can become very stunted if you don't have those figures That's in right. your life. Absolutely. And same thing on the ver vice versa, I would assume, is that if a single father is raising a daughter, they need that feminine influence in their life of showing yeah. them how to handle things and how to model feminine behavior. Yeah. Women teach girls how to become women. Yes. Men teach boys how to be men. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a really tough position. It's going to be more challenging. Um, I've seen it work a lot. So it can be awesome. It can, you can be successful. You can survive this new structure of what, what your family looks like, but you're going to need to do a little homework. You're going to need to have a plan. You're going to have to have new skills. You're going to have to have new verbiage of what to do and say and not do mm -hmm. and not say in order to be successful. And I can help people with that. Well, and I think with all of your personal experience in this topic, you talked about that at the top of the show of having been on both sides and all the sides of these topics we're covering as you, you just have so much wisdom to share on this topic. And so you should not go into this new family situation going, there's absolutely no way I can do this, or I have to do it on my own. Don't do that. Like that's the point of this podcast. It's yeah. the point of what Kim has devoted her life to is to help you be successful and you not have to figure out the things that she's already figured out on your own. Right? So if you're a new parent, single parent or a new step parent, she can help you. If you have kids that you need to teach to respond so that they will actually listen to you and talk with you and not just resent you and say, you're not my dad, 
that's something she can help mm -hmm. you with. If you need to deal with disrespect, respect, or having disconnection or engagement, something you can help with, right, mm -hmm. Kim? Yep. You can also figure out how to navigate the new rules of your house. Like my the example of my buddy who came in and was like, we're cleaning this way because it drives me insane when it doesn't happen. And it's like, well, you got kids now, buddy. <laughs> your clean life is over, is my understanding. And there's the other side of that, Jesse, where is the kids say, well, that's not how mom does it. Right. And they're at dad's house. And dad says, well, that's not how we do it. The kids are trying to navigate the different yes, rules as well. That's that's extra. I've, I've heard so many stories of I get to do X at mom's house and I get to do Y at dad's house. So I really like when I can, you know, and they start using it to their advantage of like, okay, well, I'm oh, allowed to have sleepovers yeah. at dad's house. So friends are only over there, but we just don't talk about the fact that they're over there because mom doesn't want us to have sleepovers. And there's a whole nother layer of what we call in the biz parental alienation where the step parents or the exes are pointing fingers at each other mm -hmm. and causing so that's a whole nother that's topic that's a whole too. nother rowdy yeah. thing there's a lot of pitfalls <laughs> and mistakes that can be made and you probably will make unless you get some guidance so mm -hmm. i really encourage you guys to reach out to kim um make an appointment visit um her website which is almost back up i believe and it's up it's bidding tweaked but it should be done by this so week. You, you can do that um and just visit her website rethink parenting and um make an appointment because ultimately even an hour-long appointment is going to get you so much further ahead with little tips and tricks that you would have to learn the hard way otherwise. And you've already stepped into a hard situation. Why make it harder on yourself? <laughs> and you know, we talk about this a lot and at the beginning of the podcast all the time, Jesse, when you intro us, you talk about, we want you to enjoy your kids and your journey along the way. And that's my job is to help you do that. And I want the relationships to be strong, healthy. I want there to be mutual respect. I want the foundation that you build over time to be as a single parent or a step parent, really the key to all this, because mm. again, that has to be in place before the skills come in. Um, it takes time. I can help provide valuable, valuable support and guidance and wisdom and skills for people so that they can not only keep their sanity, but that they have success. I mean, this should be a joyful ride. I mean, you're, everybody's going to make mistakes. We all do. And I don't expect anybody to be perfect. Um, but I want you to enjoy your stepkids, enjoy being a step parent, and, and just go through the journey with some sanity and some love and respect and kindness and all the good stuff that comes with, with being in a family. Yeah. And I think whether you're single or you're a step parent, there are ways to be successful and enjoy it. I think the enjoyment part is the biggest thing because there are plenty of successful kids that get launched, right? But whether the parents actually enjoy the time or want to spend additional time with their children after they're gone highly depends on what their experience was raising the child, right? Yeah. And I think that's the step that a lot of people miss. They're like, I just want a successful child. I want them to not die, get them out the door, and I will have accomplished my job. And it's like, it's but enough. did you you have so much more that you could get out of this experience yeah. if you do it the right way versus it just being this 18 year commitment that you happen to go through that yeah. you just don't want. I think want about your anymore. kids to want to be with you when they don't have to be. Yes, absolutely. And, and you want to be with them as well. Right. That's the goal. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this. Um, I thought it was a really fun topic. It's not an easy topic, but I think it's a yeah. topic that, you know, there's a lot of families going through this these days and it's something that, needs to be addressed and I'm glad you did it Kim so thank you oh. so much for <laughs> shedding some light on this situation make sure you guys visit her website rethink parenting and uh, we'll see you next time here on the lost art of parenting
Thanks. Thank you.